Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Welcome back, Budgeteers. Coach Nino Villa here. Alongside me, my partner on the airways. Hello, airways, wow, that was is Sarah Jones. That Hi, Sarah. that was energetic. I feel the energy. It's uh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All of a sudden, I got like this WWE vibe, vibe where it's all like, <clears throat> you know, like we should be playing some like loud rock music. I was about to like. <laughs> do some. And then I was like, wait yeah, a minute, yeah. hold on. Copyright. Not going to do that. Um, I wish there was a way to do that because I think we could have like, <laughs> there's a couple of, couple of tunes right off the top of my head that I'm like, man, if we came in every time, how energizing and how fun that would be. So, but I know, right? Yep. Like at five, three, <laughs> Arizona pulling in from, where are you calling in from? I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. Arizona. <laughs> it's Sarah Oh, goodness. We need to find some royalty yeah. free music. Anyway. Some, some royalty no free music. <laughs> right. For sure. All right. Well, that was a very interesting way to get things started mm. today. You are mm. still in Arizona and, uh, yeah. Yes, so and we had it was funny. We were talking. We had ads. this whole list of things that we love to do here, my husband and I, and and um, I think we got them not all done, but most of us done in like the first week or two. And we thought, well, geez, now what are we going to do? So, going to have to find um, find some more of those hidden gems that we were talking about in one of our previous episodes, right? Like some of those those other interesting things that we haven't done yet. Um, start putting those on the list. Yes. Yep. I do owe you a couple of those still, so I, uh, sure. I'll, I'll send you some ideas. In the meantime, we are going to dive into a, a topic that I'm very interested in, but I think is mm. a little advanced than the things that we normally talk about. Because we normally talk about like having a plan and budgeting and, and, and how to like... Um, manage money wisely and that sort of thing. And so that includes like paying off debt and having a peace of mind fund and those types of things. But there is life after like debt and these other things. There is like, there's, there's something mm -hmm. on the horizon and it's called wealth. And so today we want to talk about building it. Let's build mm. some wealth. But what does it actually mean uh, I, to build wealth? Well, I was just going to say I love talking about this. Dang it, Nino. I think I say that every single episode. <laughs> like people are going to think I'm some kind of weird. I am some kind of <laughs> weird, weird, uh, weird nutso here that loves talking about money and numbers. And <laughs> I'm. I'm sure it's a drinking game by now for our regular right? listeners. I'm sure. <laughs> if it isn't, it's a it will be game. now because uh, is she going to say it this episode? <laughs> um, no, right. I do love talking about building wealth um, because I find that so much of us, and I certainly didn't, didn't really know what that meant. I had this picture in my head of it being, oh, I need to be investing. 
I just need to be investing in, you know, retirement accounts. And that's what I thought building wealth was. And well, that's a part of it. That's not entirely what building wealth means. And, you know, I've started to kind of change my language a little bit when uh, I'm talking with clients and, and, you know, kind of change the focus, not necessarily of getting out of debt, because that's a lot of people that I talk with and a lot of my clients that I work with, we are working on, you know, getting out of debt. But more importantly, I want to, I'm changing that focus to really building our wealth. And what does that really mean? And getting out of debt is a piece of that. Investing in retirement is a piece of it, but it's not the whole picture. So I'm curious, when you hear the term building wealth, what, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, you know, um, good question. Because I think in a very similar manner, I drummed it up as meaning like you have, um, mm. you know, a million dollar net worth or, you know, nowadays, like, not that having a million dollar net worth is anything to sneeze at. It certainly isn't. But I think when I hear the term wealth, mm. I'm thinking of like deca millionaires. I'm thinking of people who have hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm thinking of, you know, the, the tippy top billionaires. And it's all like, man, they've amassed a, 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 a huge amount of wealth. Um, you know, as I'm answering the question, because again, <laughs> no. we don't rehearse a whole heck of a lot before. It's not like I have a script in front of me. I'm just kind of going off the cuff and, and you just ask the question. You know, for me personally, mm. wealth goes way beyond dollars. Mm -hmm. My relationships, my, my, like my family, I, I'm already wealthy. Like mm -hmm. when it comes to the things that really matter, I have more wealth than I deserve. Uh, I have, I, I just feel very, very fortunate and blessed. So um, I'm just thinking about that now that like, if I really defined wealth, dollar wise, like, I, I couldn't much tell you, mm. but I am a wealthy, wealthy person in the relationships and just the other things mm -hmm. that make life I love that. Meaningful. I absolutely love that you brought that in because I think that those are the pieces that we forget about or we don't recognize as part of our wealth building journey, right? We, we tend to focus so much on just the dollars part of it. And, um, you know, I was having a conversation yesterday mm -hmm. with my husband, as a matter of fact, and, you know, we were kind of talking about some things and, and, you know, where we're at financially and, planning for being on the road again in a couple of months and you know what do we want to do differently and what worked well and and you know I've talked about my scarcity mindset uh, uh several times on you know past episodes and and just the the how much growth I've experienced in that area that scarcity doesn't come into play much anymore but Nina when we were looking at our our situation yesterday I just looked and I was like gosh darn I am feeling so good with where we're at right now. And to me, that's the wealth. That is the freedom that we have to, to make choices that we don't have anything holding us back. We're not beholden to any, you know, we are fortunate enough now that we don't have any debt. We worked really hard to pay, you know, all of our debt off. Um, and so part of our wealth building journey is building in the freedoms 
to, to do the things that we really want to do. And while money dollars are a part of it, it is our relationships. It is our freedoms. It, it's, um, boy, it's the whole package, right? It's not just those retirement accounts. And it's not just the, the deck of millionaires. Um, and so I love that you brought that back down to bringing it uh, into more an emotional and physical sense too. Yeah, Sarah, I could not agree more about like the, the point, especially the point about like freedom. And I think for me, for a very long time, I was under this impression that to achieve some of the freedoms I wanted in life, like to kind of go where I wanted to go, when I wanted to go there, do what I want to do when I want to do it, I felt like I needed financial freedom. So for me, financial freedom mm -hmm. was being a millionaire or deck a millionaire or, you know, just being in a place where I get the freedom because I have the money. And more recently, I've been thinking about and, and reflecting on one, all the freedoms I do have, I, I, again, I feel very fortunate and very blessed. I have been graciously blessed with the ability to work from home for the last 10 years. And that allows me a ton of flexibility in my day-to-day -day schedule to kind of be available for uh, work when I need to be available for work, but being available for my family and in important events and all that. So, <clears throat> and as, as, that journey began, I thought, oh, well, if I could just <laughs> live off of interest, right? If I had $5 million and, and I was living just off the interest, well, then I'd have the freedom to do whatever I want. And what I, what I love about what you're saying is, no, 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 we have a bunch of freedoms right now. Let's not take them for granted. Mm -hmm. Let's not overlook them. You know, you and your husband, you're traveling the country. You're, you're living, you know, that, that RV lifestyle. And it's, that, there's a lot of freedom in that. I work from home and there's a lot of freedom in that. And so I, I guess what I'm starting to realize is mm -hmm. if you start to equate freedom with wealth, I think each of us would realize we're much wealthier than we, we give ourselves credit for. But it also there's a different path. Mm -hmm. to that. It's not all just financial. Yeah, money helps. If you had $5 million in the bank and you could just live off the interest, it would make things a lot easier. <laughs> you'd also pay right. a, a crap right. ton of taxes. And so you'd no, I, you know, but, and I, it, that kind of made me chuckle. But you know, there's a quote that I wrote down a couple of weeks ago. And um, <clears throat> so often we think about money equating freedom, right? More money equates more freedom. And the quote was, what if freedom brought more money? And I thought, just the flip of that is, is started to make me think of things a little bit differently. Even within this past, I, I heard that quote maybe a week or two ago. And so how timely this episode, but um, building wealth because money is a piece of it. Our dollars are a piece of it. I think part of what um, we lack in building wealth is what freedoms do we really want? So recognizing what we already have and where we'd like to go, right? And so what do we want to achieve in life? What is our, um, for, for my husband and I, we wanted to be able to just have some more choices, right? And, and, so in, in wanting to have more choices, then we had to decide, okay, then 
How do we make that happen, right? We can increase our income. We can get rid of our debt, right? We can live below our means. So there are there's steps to make those choices happen, right? To, to allow us the opportunity to, to have more choices. And in doing so, it builds our wealth because freedom is a piece of that wealth. Eliminating your debt is also building your wealth, right? The less debt you have, the more wealth you have because you go back to the, the assets and liabilities conversation, right? So assets are something that, that bring value, monetary value. Liabilities are something that distract from that in very simple terms. So when you're paying off your debt, you're also building your wealth. I believe when you are um, living below your means, you know, living with a good budget, you've got those guardrails, those parameters in place that you can um, take some of that money and, and uh, you know, the term, make your money work for you. So investing it in different ways, right? That's building wealth. Um, looking at um, what, again, I don't want to go back to just gratitude, but what freedoms do you really have already? And remembering where you're at. Huge piece of this puzzle that that I believe we lack in. And I think that's what hinders a lot of us in building our wealth. Because then we'll know when it's really, um, we get to that place where we feel like it's enough. I have seen that that um, people talk about building wealth and they, they don't ever think that it's enough. Well, that's never going to be enough. That's never enough. Well, I think that, that that enough conversation comes into play because you don't recognize the freedoms that you already have and the, the wealth that you already have. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a redefinition, right? I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. we have to like look at something and kind of redefine it. Um, one, of, one of the examples we use here all the time is instead of having an emergency fund, because we think words matter and there's an energy to, to certain things like that, that you're kind of calling out for emergencies to happen, call it a peace of mind fund. What would you rather mm -hmm. have, an emergency pop-up or would you Absolutely. rather have peace of mind? You'd rather have peace of mind. So when we're reframing, this is one of those things that's perfect to reframe. Reframe your definition of wealth. We know what the definition of wealth in America is. But, like, sometimes, you know, I didn't even know this, con <laughs> this conversation was going to kind of go this way, but I, I love that it is. Sometimes I reflect on, like, tribes in, mm -hmm. in other countries on other continents, whether it's, like, a little tribe somewhere in South America or a tribe somewhere in Africa. And I, sometimes I wonder, like, we as Americans may think, wow, you know, they are without all of these conveniences and luxuries and things that we have. And so they must be miserable. Sometimes I reflect mm -hmm. on what if they're way happier than we are? Because their life is simple. And they, they focus on the relationships around them. They focus on just meeting their absolute need. And so maybe that's hunting and fishing mm -hmm. for food, for whatever, like, you know, it doesn't even have to be that primitive, but like sometimes I find myself just a little bit jelly. I, I only use that term when I don't want to actually say the word jealous because I, I don't mm -hmm. like the idea of 
truly being jealous. So I'm not really jealous, but sometimes I look at even like the, 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 the mm. simple way in which the Amish live. And sometimes I'm like, are they just way more happier than we are? Because we think we're happy with all these conveniences and whatnot. And so like mm -hmm. if happiness and wealth started to become synonymous, like they might be way wealthier than we are mm -hmm. because they're just much more content and happy and, and having kind of fallen victim or, or, or trapped in this hustle and bustle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wheel and, that we've created you know, I'll just here in the share, States. you know, this, the past year of my husband and I traveling and living in an RV, really living more of a minimalistic lifestyle because, you know, we, we only have the ability to carry so many things with us, right? There's, we've got literally four plates, you know, before I had sets and sets of dishes that sat in a, a cupboard, right? Mm. Um, clothes, you know, you, you, <laughs> talking the other day you know i said gosh it feels like i wear the same thing all the time well i do because my closet's the size of like a cardboard box right and so um but what that has taught me is that um and i've never been a hugely materialistic person either but what it's taught me is that i can really live a very um reduced um reduced probably isn't the right word, minimalistic life. I don't need all of these things, right? I don't have to have all of these things. And, and getting rid of most of those has actually allowed me to be happier. It's brought in a lot. I am happier now than I think I've ever been in my whole life. Um, and it, because it's not the hustle and bustle and we are, I feel like I'm one of the wealthiest people. Um, not because I've got a lot of money. Um, we do. Okay. But because I am living, re I'm really feeling like I'm living life in, in, on my own terms, you know, and really deciding what it is that I want. And while we allow our money to work for us, right? So we do invest, we are building monetary wealth at the same time. Um, we live on, and I'll share, I mean, our budget, we live on $3,200 a month. Um, and traveling, I think, you know what, that's a, I, I feel that we're doing a pretty good job. Um, and, and it doesn't take, you know, millions. We're not living off of millions of dollars, right? We're traveling and our monthly budget is $3,200 a month. And, and, um, I'm sharing that because that's allowed us to feel wealthy and to be wealthy, right? That we didn't have to, we didn't wait until we got millions in the bank mm -hmm. before we did this, that, um, there's so many ways to build wealth. Yeah. You know, as you were sharing that, I'm, I'm reminded of a interaction I had years and years ago. Um, and I believe it was with a financial advisor and then um, just another gentleman who just happened to be in the room who um, was in retirement and, and had built some wealth for himself. And I was just some young buck, you know, didn't know what he was talking about according to these two individuals anyway, because the conversation somehow centered around like what what's needed for retirement, like really the dollar amount, right? It's, so often you hear like, you got to have like a million two to live a comfortable um, retirement lifestyle, whatever. And I said, well, if, if you've really eliminated all your debt, 
right? If, if you have no consumer debt and that includes the mortgage and now you don't have a mortgage and now you're really just paying for things, you don't owe anything on the car. So you're really only paying for things like um, utilities, car insurance, gasoline, food. And if you're keeping it like, and you even built like even let's say you built in an extra thousand dollars a month for traveling. So, you know, I've, I've had this conversation with people before. Like, imagine if you were saving a thousand dollars a month, you could take a ten thousand dollar <laughs> vacation every 10 months. And that's that's pretty big vacation. I mean, like if you want right. to travel somewhere, ten thousand dollars can get you pretty far. So I'm like, imagine this. Imagine your retirement account only ever gets up to maybe three or four hundred thousand dollars. It's not the one point two everybody told you you needed, but you got three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars. You take that lump sum and you buy an annuity, and that annuity pays you thirty two hundred dollars a month for the rest of your life. <laughs> Could you not like? So wealth doesn't become about the number per se. Wealth becomes about the plan and the strategy for you to recapture mm. your freedom. And like I said, I didn't even know that's where we were going in this episode, but that's where we got to. And I'm I, um, I love that. I love that. And, and I think that we're just... I think each of us individually can redefine what it means for us, right? That, that, that we can, we can define how it is that we want to live. And, you know, some of us like different types of things, you know, um, are we still building our income and growing our income? Absolutely. Are we still investing money? Absolutely. We are. We're pretty young. Um, you know, we're not, we're not at retirement age yet. Um, and, Again, it's not, uh, and I just said retirement age, which I don't even like using um, that term, right? But we're not at the point mm -hmm. that we um, feel comfortable that we could retire. Like, I'm still working, and we still depend on that income, but we're also doing these other things to allow us to live this life, right? And so it, it goes back to um, it doesn't have to be an either or. Right? You don't have to just plan for tomorrow or live for today that you really can do both and both can be building your wealth, right? Both contribute to that wealth building. Um, and uh, I just, you know, really, I think, you know, some of this has just become my mission to share with people that it really is, it, it's not with that, it, it's within reach. I think so many times people feel like it's not, but it really is within reach to really build your wealth, to feel wealthy, to live the lives that you really want to live. Um, it really is within reach, but there's, you have to put all the little pieces in place, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like building, um, you know, putting together a puzzle, you know, for the whole picture to be built, there are different puzzle pieces that, that you need to put into place. And for each of those, those are going to look a little bit different, but it includes how do I want to feel? What life do I really want to live? What freedoms do I really, do I already have? And what do I want? Um, financially, you know, dollars wise, where do I really need to get to? Right? So it, but it's putting this puzzle piece together. It's not just 
the dollars. And it's not just investing in a retirement account. There are a lot of different um, investments out there that will allow your money to kind of grow and work for you. Um, that helps build your wealth. Yep. Yep. One of the biggest investments, and this is where I thought we'd spend more, more of the time uh, discussing today, and it's it's perfectly fine that we haven't, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but like when you say like there's these different areas in, in which you can invest, one of the investments I think people sometimes mm, I was so hoping you were going to say that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and so for me, like a lot, a long time, not a long time ago, 10, well, 10 years ago, I started my own financial coaching practice. That individual financial coaching practice turned into a partnership. Like I invested in myself and I've created something for myself. Um, and maybe even for, you know, as a legacy for future generations or whatever, but you know, mm -hmm. part of all of the freedom I have is because I kind of took that step in faith mm -hmm. to just say, okay, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to give this a try. And so betting on yourself mm. every once in a while. I had a conversation really with too. a couple last night, Nina, when I had asked them where are some areas that they have invested in themselves, not a single one. Not a single one. And mm. um, I mm. love that you brought that up because um, I think when you invest in yourself, when you really bet on yourself, you start to view the world differently. You start to recognize that, um, you know, dare I say that you're unstoppable, right? There are things that might knock you down, but you're, you're unstoppable and you can make so many things happen. And investing in yourself is a, a, a worthy investment that mm. I think not enough people make, right? And an investing in yourself can look like a lot of different things. Um, but I would encourage all of the listeners out there to, to ask yourself, how are you investing in yourself and how can you? If you haven't, then there's no reason why you can't. And um, I would encourage you to make the first investment do it now, right? Um, really start investing in yourself, betting on yourself. And then you start to see, okay, what really is possible in life. You start to be around different people, right? You create this um, different energy around you, which again, it builds your wealth because you start to view things differently. You start to view your money differently. You start to view how you use money differently and how it grows differently, right? Um, all these things start to happen when you have that different mindset. Um, and we talked last night on the conversation about spending versus investing, right? So we spend money and we can also invest money. And so just looking at how you're doing both contributes to your wealth building. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to, uh, a gentleman recently talking about how um, he took all of these like courses and master classes and all these different things. And mm -hmm. for him, that was not spending money. That was investing. He was investing in his mm -hmm. own knowledge, skills, and abilities so that he could then turn around and use those mm -hmm. and uh, 
mm-hmm. and find new new sources of income with them. So um, great conversation about just kind of redefining what we call wealth. And, and I don't know if our listeners want us to talk about like specific strategies on how to build like immense amounts of dollars. I, we could do that too, but I sure uh, think that more people can just relate to the idea of how we've redefined wealth today than can, you know, relate mm-hmm. to the Elon Musk's <laughs> and the Jeff Bezos of the world. For sure. Um, For sure. And it's much more attainable and than we might it think. It absolutely is a lot more attainable. Um, and I would say too that, you know, I believe that when we start to, when you really define what building wealth means for you and you start to invest in yourself, you know, I believe that the dollar parts kind of fall into place. Um, it's, I believe it's a lot harder to build wealth in just the dollar sense when you don't have a good idea of who you are, who you want to be. And, and you don't have a good definition of what that wealth can look like because then you don't know exactly what you're doing and it feels a little overwhelming. But when you get these other parts in place first, the dollars start to kind of fall into place with not a lot of work, not as much. Um, that's my, my view and, and my experience mm. with it. And so I think that, that it doesn't have to be as hard and as tedious um, as some, some of us might think, right? That some of it starts to fall into place a little bit easier when we define what our wealth looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> well, a riveting conversation as always. I um, mm-hmm. I appreciate where we ended up, um, <laughs> even if that wasn't our predetermined destination. Mm-hmm. It it worked out quite fine. Um, if anybody listening wants to schedule time with either Sarah or I, uh, go to the New Money Habits website. Go to the show notes um, and. And schedule some time with us. Uh, we, we both offer a free discovery session to just kind of like learn what's going on in your world so that we can help you to create a plan customized to you so that you can start to mm-hmm. live the life you want to live, as Sarah always <laughs> says it. Uh, want to give credit where credit is due. Um, yeah. Another great conversation. Thank you again, Sarah, as always. And we'll continue this conversation. That's right. Bye for now, One friends. that we will continue next time. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.